This is Harry Murray at Murray's Flash Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's do our podcast for the month of March, both in the trout fishing and the smallmouth fishing. The first half of March, the Epris pluralis mayflies and the blue quills are very, very active in the nymph form. Now, they're not hatching in early March, but they are growing very rapidly to reach their full size. I fish the Mr. Rapidan beadhead nymph in a 14 and the blue quill nymph in about a size 16 for these feeders for the first half. Now the emerger of the Epispluralis is one of the few mayflies that actually comes off the stream bottom with his wings out ready to go. He is, is, I use an an emerger to match that. I have a Mr. Rapidan emerger that I've extended the wings back just about an eighth of an inch to a quarter of an inch. And that shows the trout a good target. And fish that upstream dead drift right into the lower part of that riffle because that's where they're coming from. They're in their lower part of the riffle and the upper part of the pool itself and fish the Mr. Rapidan emerger upstream dead drift right against that riffle and that is very, very effective. Um, Can give it a slight lifting action to sort of mimic what the the natural is doing, but that is a very effective technique throughout the first half of the uh, a month. Now, from mid-March on to all the way to the end of the month, both the adult Epis pluralis, the old quill gordon, and the blue quill are there in the dry fly form. The duns are riding the surface. Now, I'm talking about the last half of the month of March. They're riding the surface headed over toward the bank they'll get they'll fly over there sit there overnight shed their skin come back that next evening to deposit their eggs as a spinner so the hot time to really take advantage of the maximum dry fly fishing on those flies would be uh, the last two hours of the day because you've got duns coming off on both of them and you've got spinners coming back to lay their eggs in the last two months in fact it would probably be the heaviest hatches we'll get most of the year so the Mountain trout fishing in the last half of March is just really fantastic. Now, let's look at the bass thing. Admittedly, we're pushing the season a little bit, but I really do enjoy fishing these bank bays. I've got real favorite little places I go year after year after year. What I call a bank bay is those indentations that high water over the past 5, 10, 20 years have carved back into the bank. Now, when that flood water gets up, it may carve an indentation back in there from 10 to 20 feet. Well, that's cutting a pretty good hole back in the bank that gives the bass good protection. These indentations may extend down the bank all 20, 30 feet. And the water in those indentations is usually from 3 to 5 feet deep. 
bass move in there early in the year to feed because there there is food in there. There are a lot of uh, lot of minnows in there there, so they're moving back in there to feed on those minnows, and they're moving back in there to get away from the heavy current. So these indentations give you some great action. My favorite two flies in there is the black marauder in about a size six and Ed Shanks white streamer in a size four. But that is really good fishing. Sometime on these indentations back in there, these things I'm kind of on bank bays, sometime, gosh, I might get half a dozen or eight fish out of one of those bigger indentations. So just take advantage of that both for the trout in the mountain streams and the smallmouth bass on the river. If I can help you anyway on this, just ring me at the fly shop at Edinburgh, or better yet, come in and let me go over the maps and show you where you can find these. This is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Thank you so much for being with us.